You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello friends elliot here caleb and i hope you are healthy and safe at home right now i know that there's a lot of stuff going on right now but caleb and i with the help of our friends at the broadway podcast network are hosting something each week to help brighten up your day. Every Wednesday and Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Caleb and I will be hosting a live video happy hour, um, courtesy of the Broadway Podcast Network. We'll be sitting down with some of your favorite podcasters from other shows on the network, and we're going to sit, have a cocktail, have some laughs, and uh, take a break from watching Netflix for the day. What you're about to hear is the audio from those video calls, but you can watch the whole thing for yourself on the Broadway Podcast Network YouTube channel. And to tune in live, you can go to bpn.fm slash happy hour. Again, that's bpn.fm slash happy hour. We hope you'll join us for the next one. Cheers. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Elliot. I'm so much closer to you now. Oh my God. We like literally geographically closer. You you have changed locations. Tell us. You know, I'm 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 like Carmen San Diego. Where am I at in the world? Where in the world? I'm at my family farm in Ohio. Uh, the family dairy farm in Ohio. Yes. And so I'm up in my bedroom. It's with this psychedelic wallpaper from the 70s. I love Isn't that it. Amazing? What, what is the pattern on there? Um, so we have some colonial men. We have some Native Americans. And I think they're like selling them blankets. They look really warm. So I like, so yeah, hopefully there's no like smallpox or anything in that blanket. But Probably. Who knows? I, we won't go there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a great, different. It's a great wallpaper. It's a different show. And is that a portrait of a cow or is that a fox? That is a um bobcat. A bobcat. I've you understood. Know, like Cincinnati bearcat bobcats. Mm, who knows? It's a cat. Bearcats, but yeah, bobcats. Yeah, bearcats. Bobcats are actually there are a lot of them in our area in like Apple in the Appalachian area. Hill. I believe. Yes. Yeah. 
I've never seen one in real life, but this one looks terrifying. If I was a child, I would be scared of that at night. Yeah, that's a scary cat. But yeah. but we're happy that you are in Ohio in your home sweet home. I know. We are, that means we are officially like two hours away from each other. Yes. If I could if I could leave now, I could probably make it to your happy hour in your home. Probably. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Well, um, welcome everyone. This is, of course, Broadway Podcast Network Happy Hour. I'm Elliot. And I'm Caleb. And we're the hosts of Equity One Broadway's Happy Hour. Uh, we sit each each week twice a week, and we um, we talk to some of your favorite podcasters on the Broadway Podcast Network. And uh, we are so excited this week to have our friend Adam Rothenberg of Bearing It All with Call Woo! Me Adam. Send hey. him in. Yes. Hello, welcome. Thank you, cheers. Welcome, welcome. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. Now tell us what you're, what, you're, what you're drinking there, Adam. Oh, I am drinking my favorite wine, which is Bartonua Moscato. Ooh, is that a sparkling Moscato? It's a sweet, yeah, sweet wine. Nice. Very sweet. Yes. I'm having some Chardonnay that I don't really like. Uh, but I hope that that I opened. Um, so I'm just trying to like take it easy and sip slowly. So if it were delicious, I'd chug the whole thing, but I'm like gonna sip sip nice and slow. <laughs> That's like the line from American Psycho where he says, That's some fine Chardonnay you're not enjoying. <laughs> just <laughs> remember that, that Broadway hit? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm I'm actually missed American Psycho, but it looked fabulous. It I will say our uh visually. It was incredible. I mean, I think they did a really great job with it. I loved the movie when it came out. I, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, I think mm -hmm. it was really Christian Bale that I loved. Oh, sure. <laughs> so sexy in that movie. Yeah. Yes. But they did a really, really great job with the Broadway production. I mean, I, I thought visually the costumes, the blood was incredible. Love the blood. Yeah. The end of we, well, you're not going to see it, but the end of Act 1, the screen comes down, mm -hmm. and they splatter the blood up on it, and you're like, oh... Yeah, it was so hot. cool. Yeah. I was yeah. sorry I missed it. Well, maybe I mean, there'll be a revival. Maybe, maybe so, but I but I don't think Alice Ripley will be in the uh in the revival. No, it'll probably be somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Kayla, what are you drinking? Uh classic G and T. I'm Good running old. this is my last bit of Hendrix. I think next happy hour I might have to have a new cocktail. A new cocktail. Yeah. Recipe. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to switch it up so I'm not just, like, drinking the same thing and also so that, like, I don't have to go to the liquor store. Like, I got, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, go through everything that we have. Yes. How did you choose the Chardonnay today? Um, just because I wanted to finish it. And, <laughs> and you've it, been drinking it. I had, like, a glass. Uh-huh. Um, Even though you didn't like it. Yeah, I had a glass on Easter because it was in the fridge. It was cold. I was like, I like Chardonnay fine. And then uh, it, the glass wasn't great. And so I stopped mm. drinking it. But the bottle is open and in the fridge. And I, and I you can't You need to finish it, it. Yeah. So. so, and I'm trying to take it easy today. I'm trying to, like, relax into drinking. Like, not, like, <laughs> go, like, hard with liquor today. So it just a nice sip of a Chardonnay. I won't um, say the brand because wasn't good. I just want to clarify that you're drinking out of a plastic glass. Is that right? Yes, it's a Tervis brand <laughs> wine glass, <laughs> and it keeps your drinks really cold. 
Yes, Alan. Because also, like, I don't. No one knows this, but like, I mean, I guess you, I can show the magic a little bit. Like, this is like a table that I've set up in a bedroom. <laughs> and it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a folding table, and um, and does it crisscross right in front of you like this? Right in front of you. Uh, it's it, they're they're not crisscross um uh, legs. They're like okay. straight. Okay. But uh, it's not a, it's not like a stable table, so I don't want my glass. If, if I don't want to break a glass or anything, I hear you. Oh, well, that uh, that is an acceptable response. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. everyone, Alan, podcast dad. Yes, but he makes us not buy. Um, um, question: Did you guys receive your stimulus today? No, not today. Are we talking? <gasps> oh, we're talking about money. Yeah, we're talking about money because I thought we could drink about that. Like um, I received my stimulus. So, so cheers. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't receive my stimulus today, but I did receive my first unemployment payments today. I think that's a bigger reward. Yes, the fact yeah. that you were able to get it through. Oh my gosh! Well, luckily, you know, I wasn't opening. I wasn't. I'm not new to unemployment. Let's just say that they they know me at the New York State um, <laughs> applications for labor assistance. So you know, I already had my account. I already had like employers in there. Boop 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 boop. You just have to be really cautious. Like anyone who's filing for the first time, it's there's so many like tricky questions. Like the language is tough. So luckily, I kind of know to like really read through and and get it together. Um, and so I think that that helped me kind of get that as quickly as, as I did. Okay. But yeah, that was um, lovely this morning. Adam, are you still working or are you unemployed right now too? Uh, well, I, I actually, I left my job in November. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I've been, uh, I've been not working. I mean, <laughs> I, I've been not working since November. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've just been I've been focusing on my podcast and mm -hmm. website mm -hmm. and uh, everything like that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like you gotta like get the take, take the leap. Yes, and I did take the leap. Yeah. yeah. Little did I know that that this is what <laughs> we need to jumping into <laughs> at the time. But uh, yes. at the time, it was the right choice, and it still is. I mean, mm -hmm. this is all temporary, and it'll it'll yeah. pass, and everything will be fine. So yeah. we just have to kind of like push through. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Caleb, I do want to make a, a a comment about your wallpaper. Yes. Because please. you mentioned that it has um a colonial man in there. Uh -huh. And one night I was at my boyfriend's house and I woke up in the middle of the night and literally at the edge of the bed there was a colonial man standing there. <gasps> and Ooh, I, I love ghosts. Like what? It's going on. And I just remember telling it to leave and to get out. And I started kicking it. I mean, I'm literally sitting there at the edge of my bed, if you can see this. And I'm like, yeah, kicking it and told, told him to leave. And knock on wood, he has not been back since. <gasps> but your wallpaper, when you mentioned the Colonial Man, reminded me of that moment. Wait, I was that. Did was you that... sage? Have you saged? Uh, no, no. We just, should sage. We should. We should. But, but we haven't yet. Wait. Okay, I need to know more about this. Was this? I need the, to know too. Yeah. Was this the first sighting anyone had had of this ghost? It was the first time that I had seen it. I would say this is going back like a few months, like probably somewhere around that November December uh -huh. time. Oh and um, it was the first time I had ever seen anything at his place, and he has never seen anything before. 
Oh my gosh. But, so, so where does he live? Is it like a haunted apartment? Like, he, is it an old? I mean, old? not that I know of. It's a three family house. Um, and, and we're on the first floor in Brooklyn. So, um, as far as I know, it's not haunted. And I mean, luckily Mr. Colonial Man has not been back since. Oh my God. You kicked him out. You said, get I out, did. stay out. Yeah. Now, and okay. <laughs> you kicked him. You kicked him good. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So have you, have you seen ghosts in other locations before? Um, I have felt like, um, I think at my own apartment in the city, I've not seen a full fledged ghost, but sometimes when I'm there by myself and I'm looking, uh, down our little hallway, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like a real hallway, but a hallway yeah. to like, that leads to my roommate's room. I feel like I have seen something floating. Energy. I have sure. felt, yes, I have felt things definitely. Um, so I have, oh I do feel like I've had experiences before. And sometimes I get those, I don't know if anyone else does, but I get those sort of like- um, Heebie-jeebies? Yeah, where you're like, oh, oh my God, it feels like something went through you. <gasps> mm -hmm. um, I have I've felt, never felt that, that throughout my life. You haven't, Elliot? It's a no. really like cool feeling. I feel like it feels like pins almost. Yeah. Sort of like in did you see Ghost either? Yeah. Okay, so remember in the movie when like um Whoopi Goldberg's character jumped yeah. outside <laughs> uh Patrick Swayze or uh -huh. Denny and they were like, oh my god, it's sort of like that weird. Yeah. Oh my god. So maybe you're just like really connected with the supernatural. I think uh, I think a little bit. I mean, I'm not as connected as like a medium like a Tyler Henry or, sure. or Teresa for the Long Island. Uh, Teresa Caputo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I do think I have some connection to the spirit world because I also have a lot of dreams that I have a lot of deja vu in my life where like I'll dream about something either and you know, I'll dream about something and then a few months later to even a year later to however long. I am in a similar situation where like I've been here before. Yes, I yes. have deja vu all the time i love it people say when you get that you're you're where where you're supposed to be that's what mm. people have said well that's good so yeah yeah that's good i've also had the same dream twice like once as a little kid and then again as like an adult <gasps> like recurring oh. yeah yeah like i i have it um i've had this dream where uh i'm on like a pirate ship sort of like in the last scene in goonies and okay. i'm like, <laughs> chasing the pirates and <laughs> and everything and i i remember it vividly and i had it as a kid and then i had it again as an adult and i was like oh my god i remember having this dream as a kid waking up and now i'm having it again and well, i it wasn't like that i watched goonies right away or something <laughs> <laughs> well any dream experts watching like sound off in the comments yeah. and, and tell adam like what the what the dreams mean i actually used to uh, do a dream interpretation video series with um, with with a friend of mine, uh, Jefferson. We used to have a video series called Dreaming With. And okay. I would I would interview the person and then he would interpret a dream of, of theirs. And he was, I mean, he was fantastic. He was spot on every time. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I love interpret. yeah. Yeah, he's so good. So what would he say about your dream? I mean, we don't have to go there if you don't want to. Um, we actually, oddly enough, at that time, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind sure. that I had that dream. But um, but I know everybody that we featured, he 
they would tell so him cool. the dream and then he would pinpoint what was happening in their life and they would be like that is exactly what i'm thinking that's crazy yeah. i i love i love that i i'm so bad at remembering my dreams oh but you i know, have them a lot he gave it a, takes practice yeah it's like sometimes do you wake up in the middle of the night mm -mm. with them in the morning Oh, okay. I was gonna say, if you woke oh. up in the middle of the night, so he he has, and other I know other dream experts have suggested writing it down or yeah. doing like mm -hmm. a prediction. Um, Orfe is Orfe, you know Orfe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, she's very into dreams and dream analysis as well. We we talked a little about it, but but we never really got to move anywhere with it. Right. He's also very fascinated by that whole topic. Oh, that's oh. so fun. That's so cool. Um, well, what if, what's been entertaining you through this uh, this uh, quarantine? What have you been watching, consuming? What's uh... oh my gosh, a lot. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I've watched. Um, I mean, I watch. Uh, I don't watch Stars in the House every day, but I certainly watch. Oh, sure. Episodes. Um, I watched. Finally, watched Indoor Boys, the web series that um, Alex Wise and yes, um, okay, Indoor uh, Boys. I'm writing this down. Yeah, yeah. It was three seasons. Um, Alex Wise and I can't believe I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Wesley yeah. Taylor. Wesley <gasps> there Taylor is. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Alan. Um, and it's incredible. And and Carolee Carmelo's in the second and third season, and so comedic role such a comedic role she plays um vanine cox is in it it's incredible oh. um i've been watching uh katie huffman's um web series katie did where she plays like a altered version of herself and um i'm up to episode i think i've watched the first five or six episodes um and that's enjoyable i watched <laughs> uh tiger king of course I of course started yeah. watching riverdale finally uh, I haven't gone into Riverdale, but I want to. Like, is, how many it. seasons are there? So there's, well, there's three on Netflix, and then I think they're in their fourth season now on regular TV. Uh huh. Um, I watched the first season. I mean, it's definitely like supernatural crazy, but it's good. Um, and I love, I love Luke Perry. So it's mm -hmm. you know, and that was of course his final, his final role, but. Yeah. Um, it's great to see him in it. Uh, I've also been, I've never watched Law and Order SVU all the way through. Oh, so you're like starting from, yeah, starting from season one. So I have wow. 430 episodes left. <laughs> That's a heavy binge. It SVU. is. It you is. know, it's not like, light. Not super lighthearted. No, no. That's why I'm doing maybe an episode a day or two a day. Um, I'm also rewatching Younger for the, the third time all the oh, way through. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, I'm on an episode of Younger as an extra where there's a pool party on a roof and we have yellow towels. Oh my God, so, I'm going to look for you now when I rewatch yeah. it. Oh my God. We, we were on top of some rooftop in New York and it was kind of like early fall. So it was cold. Yeah. And we're like in this pool and we're like, <laughs> oh my God. It was like really cold. It was a fun, like early job. Oh my God. How dreamy is Nico Tortorella? Dreamy. Ugh. He was. And Hillary Duff was there too. It was like everyone oh was there. I want to see on his on his Instagram show that he's doing now. I know. I, I sent an email. I'm waiting for my response. Oh my god! Great reply. <laughs> he's. I love his Instagram presence, and he's just like so dreamy. He's yeah. so great. No, I love him so much. Yeah. Now, younger is over, correct? Uh, well, the seventh season is 
supposed to premiere sometime in maybe June, sometime in the spring. So okay, because I was I'm wondering. I keep wondering. Like, I mean, I don't I don't watch the show. I watched part of the first season and then kind of just like fell off. Okay. But um, but I you know it's obvious from the trailers that you know Sutton is still like clean cut or like Brooklyn, like, what do I do? <laughs> and I can't wait for her to decide, but I really hope she, but the other guy is so hot too. Oh, Peter Herman, who's, uh, his wife is Mariska Hargitay from SMU. Yeah, they yeah. came to see, um, they came to see Beetlejuice. And I remember being like, oh my God, it's Mariska Hargitay. And then I was like, oh my God. And that guy is her husband. Yeah. <gasps> because I'm pretty sure that he was on 30 Rock. And that's how I know him. Oh, okay. He, he might have like, been. He played like, he did like an episode where like Liz Lemon like went on a date with him and they realized they were cousins. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Um, but uh, yeah, he's very handsome and very tall. Yes. Wow. he's He's been on a few episodes of SVU actually uh, with her. And um, she has yet to come on to Younger. So I hope... <gasps> I oh my god, that would be a season because it's seven the last season. season. That would be what like a crossover, like some like some like heinous crime is committed on younger, and <laughs> yeah, you bring Olivia Benson in. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Caleb, what have you been watching? Um, so Alana Levine told us about Unorthodox mm. on Netflix, and I started it, and it's amazing. I'm obsessed. That's on my list, yes, it's really good. Um, I don't really like want to give too much away but sure. it's about like a girl who escapes williamsburg it's they to do this in the first episode from her like um orthodox jewish family yeah. and it's really good Word. so i hear it's so good it. everyone's talking about it yeah we watched like four episodes in a row and they're like hour long i think oh wow yeah bingeable we've been watching Binge. um we've been uh, we started sex in the city i had oh, never I seen show. it I'd seen like, you know, I had seen like episodes of it, you know what I mean? Like, and I know like who the characters are in the premise of the show, uh -huh. but um, watching it from, from start to finish is really fun. We're, we're just finishing season one and it's really charming. It's so great. And the cast is so good. Like it's so like clear why they became so iconic, you know, in those roles. And it only gets better after, after the first season. It only yeah. gets better. Well, I can see, I'm, I'm excited to see second season because the first season has already improved like leaps and bounds from the pilot, mm -hmm. which was like cute. But like now we're at the end of the first season. I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. This is great. So I'm really excited to keep watching it. That's Are you really going to watch fun. the movies too? Probably after. Yeah. Yeah. I love the first movie it was so, so good. I know. And, and then the second one is like iconically terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's grown <laughs> on me a little bit. I have watched it a few times now. Yeah. It's grown on me. But I do watch, I watch the whole series all the way through at least once or twice a year. Of Sex in the City? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I love it that much. That's so fun. Like yeah. I, we, I never grew up watching it. The only, the only reason I know Sex in the City is I feel like it used to, it used to come on after Mad TV, mm -hmm. like reruns oh, on Fox. Yes. So like if I were up late in high school, I would like stay up and like fall asleep to it, like put the sleep timer on, you know. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that's been basically my only form, frame of reference. So that's been really, really fun. Um, and also we're really loving. Um, uh. 
wait, really loving. Not really. I mean, we what I watched um Mommy Dead and Dearest for the first time last night. I oh, haven't watched uh, it, but I've the like docu it's a documentary based on uh this um mother who like made her told her daughter she was sick, like it was like Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah. Yes. Oh it inspired the act. Movie? Yeah, the act. Okay, yeah, that's what it, I was it, say, yeah. So it inspired the act with uh Patricia Arquette and uh I don't I don't remember who plays the daughter. The but, girl. Yes. But um but yeah the um the it's been really it was that's wild. If you like true crime, I mean I think anyone who true likes crime. true crime has seen it. <laughs> um but uh but Oh yes, Mike. We did cover Tiger King. Tiger Just King. Just quickly, it's Tiger like King. it's old news. Yeah, Tiger King is like when we say what are you watching? It's like obviously we've all watched Tiger King. Like there's obviously. just no way to exist in this moment without having watched it. Have you watched the ketchup episode yet? I don't yes. even have any. I don't. I don't want to though. Is it worth it? Yeah, it was cute. Okay. Wait, what's the catch-up episode? So they just released like um like a reunion special. Oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> with yeah. Joel McHale. And it was actually kind of cute. You know, we watched it and then we were kind of like, you know, this is the first time we've watched something like this, like post quarantine that's like remote and whatever. Mm -hmm. That's like not it it felt normal. Like it didn't feel like cringy or like the Wi-Fi was weird. It was like it felt like normal, like we were watching a show. And he was super funny. Um, I love Joe, Joe McHale. I used to watch Joe him on Cock Soup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he he did a great job. He's He has kind of the perfect sense of humor to, like, talk about something like Tiger King that's, like, so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, he has, and so, and it was funny, like, the some of the cast members were just, like, laughing at him the whole time. Um, <laughs> uh, he did a great job. But that was really, that was really, um, it was good, so it's worth a watch. Now, did watching okay. it make you want to, like, I know for me, watching it made me want to sort of open up a, a park like that, or it made really me want to? animals. Yeah, it did make me want to. <laughs> oh my um, God. What would I, your... The pressure of feeding them got to me. I was like, how are we going to feed these cats with old meat? What? No. <laughs> it is expensive, though. I mean, yeah, I was surprised expensive. at how expensive it was to, and how much they cost, too. Just yeah. to cat yeah uh, it did it did not make me want to open a um a, a zoo but like what would your zoo be called like what like oh i didn't get that far i just <laughs> I, I just want to have the animals and um you know i just loved how they got to like play with the lions and the tigers and i think because i'm a leo i have an affinity oh, for sure. lions and tigers and feline uh animals like that sure yeah. that makes that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah, that it's it's such a crazy story. I mean, it's so amazing that we're all getting to like experience something like that all together in this like weird time. Yeah, it's like been it's been a real equalizer, Tiger King. And now they're working on a a musical of it with them. Yes, apparently I Andrew. Think ev everyone is working on a musical, <laughs> yeah. of it, but Andrew <laughs> is like actually writing music for it. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll wait, see. Wait, 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 wait. I yeah. thought that was a, an April Fool's thing. Well, so Alex Timbers posted an April Fools right of it, but I think Andrew Lippa actually wrote music for it and like had Kristen Chenoweth sing a song. I will. Yeah, have there to was ask something her. about okay. that online, but that was an April Fools thing. 
The thing Alex Timbers posted was uh, right with Carrie don't Butler. Don't lie to me. Don't lie yeah, to me. That oh was it. That, that was April Fool's. Oh, I was April Fool's then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look how easy it is. Oh my to me. It's so easy. Look, we're all we're all more susceptible to being gotten. Yeah. Uh, during during this time. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are. Listen. Yeah, that's what. That's all I we can do. Truth. Um, well, <laughs> with that, <laughs> we're going to move into doing a little like interview a la how we do our show. Okay. Um, so, uh, we like to start our, uh, episodes by asking our guests what first got them interested in theater when they were, um, when they were a young person. Um, my parents took us to, I, I believe Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor <gasps> Dreamcoat was my first show. Uh, or at least one of my first shows. Um, I remember loving it. I, I love that show. I still listen to the original cast recording. Love Joseph. Um, the music, the acting. I mean, and who knew at that time, you know, I was so young. I didn't really know a lot of the actors and stuff. But now that I'm older, I mean, the fact that I got to see Lori Beachman as the narrator is like incredible. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that voice is just, there's, I mean, nobody like her. Yeah. 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 I, I grew up on Joseph too. I grew up on the, like the Donny Osmond recording, yes. the, the Toronto cast. Uh-huh. Um, and, but I, I am obsessed with Joseph. I want to be in Joseph so bad. This is me putting it out there <laughs> that I want to be in Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So I'm looking at you, that revival that's supposed to be coming. That would be incredible. I, I got to see it actually in Boston when I was living in Boston. Uh, a touring company of Joseph came through and Debbie Gibson was the narrator. Word. And um, <laughs> I remember going to the stage door before the show started and she was there and I got to meet her and I had my electric youth perfume with me and she signed it and and so great in that show i really wanted her i wish they had released a cast recording of her oh my god yeah Yeah. like so many this it's so fun looking back in shows like that that have had like a real life and like so many different like amazing people have done those roles Mm -hmm. like that's when i like the andy bankenbuehler one that we saw on tour who was that um Diana DeGarmo. Yes. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. She, what a voice she has. Too. She was great. Yeah. And, uh, and Ace Young, her husband, you know, they always do yeah. that too. He was yeah. the Joseph. It was That was a great production. I loved that production. It oh, was I would solid. love to see that one. But Joseph is so fun because you can do so much with it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, it's exciting. It's like colorful. It's like, I mean, I, I think it quick. could. Yeah. It's quick. We love, <laughs> we love a fast show. Yeah. We love. And they I added a them. mega mix at the end. Hello. I love the I, mega mix. There was no mega mix when I saw it in 1980 something. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a mega mix. You do. And I feel like they were also the show that sort of started that curtain call. Um, mm-hmm. you know, let's sing a few of the hits. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird thing that is now like so common and like mm-hmm. accepted as normal. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, any of our theater historians, like, it's just such a, it's, why? It's, I still wonder why sometimes, because, you know, I love to see shows mm-hmm. and then applaud and leave. <laughs> leave with that memory. Yeah, I don't need, like, a second show when the show is over, because usually, like, when I'm like, oh, the show's over, that was amazing. Okay, it's another, okay. 
Here we go. <laughs> I think it depends on the show. I mean, I think like a Mamma Mia, I think it it Smart. certainly lends itself to that. Um, I don't know. I don't think every show needs to do the, no. the mix at the end. No, but, no. Um, but certain shows, I think, you know, like they did it. I remember with All Shook Up, they mm-hmm. did Come On Everybody again, I think it was. And um, so I think if it's like a jukebox musical. Yeah. So. And you can't fit it in the show. You just put it in the mix. Yeah. Like stuff yeah. News, yeah. News, I, I, I loved like that, like a news, like Newsies dancing bow. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. But like um, uh, at Beetlejuice, we like had for like three performances, <laughs> like a big mega mix bow. And we were all just like, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to see one of those three performances. Yeah. But we, you know, you, we try everything, you know? Yes. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, see, you gotta see what sticks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had like tambourine choreography, some confetti to throw. You know, I had a, you know, that was fun. Show stopping. It was a showstopper. The show had stopped. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show had stopped. Where did you grow up, Adam? I grew up on Long Island. Okay, uh, so, so like 30 minutes outside of New York City. Did you come in and see shows a lot? We can't, I feel like we came in at least once a year to, to see a show. So, I mean, some of the shows I grew up, uh, in addition to Joseph, I mean, I saw Phantom of the Opera. I saw Les Mis. Uh, me and my girl, um, mm. which I also distinctly from remember because I remember going to that not only with my parents and my brother, but my grandparents. My I think my mm-hmm. aunt and uncle. I think it was a real family affair. Um, <gasps> oh, oh my god! god. Here, oh my god! Special guest birthday. <laughs> I was very blonde for like two tries. Here I am. <laughs> Thank the you for joining working. us. Oh my goodness. So um, yeah, I've got a moment before I have to get on another Zoom thing. I, you know, has it been extremely overwhelmingly busy today for everybody? Kind of, yes. yes. Okay, yes. good. Okay. So, it goes in waves. No? Me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so here I am. Who brought me up about a, as a dream interpreter? What's well, we going were, on? I, I did. Remember a few years ago, I was doing that dream interpretation video series and we kind of talked about having you on and you were like, yes. love dream interpretation and you love yes. everything about that. So yes. then when we were talking about this dream that I had where I woke up and there was this colonial man, I brought up that you and I had that discussion, but we never did anything oh. more with it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, here I am. <laughs> well, where did where did your um interest in dreams uh, start? Um, I'm just an extremely lucid dreamer very have always been my dreams are as real as the universe is at any given moment and it's always been that way um i don't drink or do drugs so i know it's just a gift so you know um and they've been exceptionally i i think everybody's going through this but they've been exceptionally bizarre and lucid during this whole quarantine so um and I'm able sometimes I've done it. I've done it three times in my life, but I've actually been able to go into my dream and get myself out of a dream. Wow. wow. You've yeah. been yourself. Yeah. Just three times though, literally three times in my whole life. And I'm like, I can't figure out how to hone it, but, um, I did it a couple of times. That is so times. interesting. Yeah. It was weird. It was really weird. It's, it was very, very strange. Uh, but again, None of this is drug induced. <laughs> you know, so, you know um, how is everybody? Doing okay. Just yeah. hanging in. 
chilling out, out quarantinis. having a little yeah. drink you know a little yeah. happy hour what can we wine. do it's too light outside for me i can't <laughs> <laughs> you know um and then i can't get up at the crack of dawn and do the grueling evil workouts i do so oh my gosh so I've been, it's I've so been hard to well it's extra hard to get motivated um I know, uh, I stuck know. in the house. Yes, I, I signed up for it's... some online courses that has helped because it's a specific time that you have to be there. So that yeah, has yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, every very major university is offering courses and stuff. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's plenty for people to like do and and stay busy. So if Absolutely. you can find it, then go for it. Now's the time. That's, that's yes. what I say. That's what <laughs> I say. I'm so happy to see you all. Oh, oh we're so happy to see you. Too. What a Thank lovely you by. You, yeah. lo you look like a dream. You're very kind. Thank you. <laughs> lots of makeup and lots of good lighting. Well, the lighting's not good right now, but lots of makeup <laughs> for bad lighting because I've, we've literally been doing stuff all day. We just do as much as possible. As for, much as you, you know, can. As much as you can, raising money, all sorts of stuff. You know, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. Or, Fred, do, you, do you think you could interpret my dream that I had? What did you dream? Let okay, me so, see. So I woke up in the middle of the night uh, okay. and there was this colonial man standing at the edge of our bed and I was yelling at it to get out and I was kicking it and it has not come back since. But he, he was, I mean, he was definitely out. There was an outline of a real person there. Okay, well, first of all, I think the colonial man that you were trying to get away from you is significant of and indicative of um, and allegorically this pandemic. Mm. That's what I think. How, however, I watch the Travel Channel religiously all day sometimes. It's on in the background. And they talk about a lot of like colonial ghosts. They're very um, active mm -hmm. ghosts. Okay. So you might have just had a visitation from a ghost. <laughs> I think it's a ghost. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, they're very, very active. If you ever watch like paranormal whatever and caught on camera and all that i mean it's just such a great escape for me at this point in time i don't need to listen to the news um 24 yeah. hours a day right. but they always talk about how the colonial ghosts of those battles and those times are highly <laughs> so wow well there you I go think it's a combination i think you had a visitation mm -hmm. um and i also think he was kind of signifying the ghost of all that going on right now mm. you know what i mean and you mm -hmm. shunned it so that's good you're yeah. you're getting it away that's yeah, my no, that's no. my 50 cent interpretation i love that <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pay the full 50 cents yes, <laughs> yes. what's your venmo we'll send it to you <laughs> donate it to my charities yeah you know um, but that's it i think i have to jump on another thing for uh they're doing I'm not even going to tell you because it's too schmaltzy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to jump off, but I'm so happy I was able to figure this out and see you guys for a minute. Thank you so okay. much for hopping on. Or Bay, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you. Oh my god, I wow. love her. What a treat! That Special guest, Special guest, Alan. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was fun. Yeah, that was like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I aim to please. <laughs> you got to earn that paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> um, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, shows that we're... Shows that... Uh, I, growing up. Oh. Growing up, yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday Night I'm Fever. I was so excited. I'm Le worn out a little bit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Legally Blonde. Yeah, all yes, of those. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So um, yeah, we would go in like once a year to see a show. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's usually the the case. Um, like people come in here and there, and then they kind of catch it. But I I haven't encountered so many people that came in all the time. Yeah. Until until maybe they're like teenagers and like sneaking into sneaking into the city like yeah <laughs> Ricky one night to like go to class to go see cats yeah 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 <laughs> yeah well tell us more about um about your website call me Adam and your podcast bearing it all and kind of how that part of your life came about okay so um my website came about because. I've always had a day job, uh, well, until November, but I've always had a day job. <laughs> and on the side of having a day job, um, when I lived in Boston and when I first moved back to New York, I used to do stand-up comedy on the side. Mm-hmm. And that did not go very well, clearly, because uh. I'm sitting down and I'm not doing anything. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, so, you're a stand-up guy. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at... So I, decided to stop doing stand-up comedy and I was still looking for a way to entertain people. And this girl that I knew was like, Oh, why don't you start a blog? So it was just around the time when Facebook was becoming more mainstream Mm because when Facebook didn't exist when I was in college. Um, So I started emailing some people in the Broadway community that I had met enough times that I felt like they would know my face, even if they didn't remember my name. And I asked them if they would like to be part of my at that time, my blog, and they said yes. And then uh, I started emailing more people. I started working with press reps, and my website kind of took from there, took off from there. Um, and then my podcast. So about two two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe three years ago at this point, two or three years ago. Sorry, I I almost choked on my wine. Oh no! You're um, <laughs> take your time, savor it. Yeah, yeah. savor yeah. it. Which is odd because I wasn't even drinking it right in that moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> like the aftershock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we know so, all about drinking, so you don't have to <laughs> good, explain anything to us. I'm glad. So um, I was, I was, I wanted to like expand at that time my website somehow and come up with something different. So I, I just came up with the title "Bearing It All" with "Call Me Adam." I loved the idea of like you're you're gonna reveal things about yourself. And I know some people thought it was like, oh, he's gonna do something naked. And I'm like, no, it's more about revealing your soul. So about two years ago, I did it as a um, an, a, a night at the Green Room 42. And um, Annie Golden actually helped me launch it. She was my first guest. She brought Lynn Tucci from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Lauren Elder was one of my guests as well. And Bobby Cronin, who, wrote my theme song that I use in my podcast and that I was also using in my video interviews. Um, so they were my first four guests and I had a great time. And unfortunately the live show didn't work out at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kept the bearing it all with call me out idea. And I was like, well, what could I do? What I could do. And then I lost my video guy who um, used to record and edit my videos. Uh-huh. Um, so and in looking for a new video person, it was just too expensive. So I was like, you know what? Every, let me try podcasting. And so I started mm-hmm. recording. And then um, I saw the announcement on Playbill that the Broadway Podcast Network was uh-huh. starting. And um, and I wrote to Alan, who he and I actually had met like a year and a half before that at the Loveville High um, press press night. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wrote him and... 
asked him how I could be part of it. And uh, I sent him some episodes that I had and he said he'd like to have me as part of the network. So that's how I became part of the network. And the rest is history. history. Same page. Hilarious. (laughs) We love that. Yeah, we, that's so, so fun. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, the way we all evolve into making stuff is you were, you were always figuring out a way to do your thing and, and you just followed the way that it, led you yeah. through through all the mediums yes mm-hmm. print visual audio yeah. yep video everything how did you how did you both meet and start equity one that's a long story but we met <laughs> we met back in 2009 yeah at a dance competition oh my god we were they roommates were for all of college mm-hmm. We moved to the city together. I'm really speed tracking this. Like really, yeah. we're hitting major points. College roommates, best friends. Yeah. Okay. And then um, we were going back banter and banter. And Elliot's boyfriend was like, you guys need a podcast. And so we started, we recorded on a whim. Mm-hmm. And then about like a year and a half going. later, we we heard about the Broadway Podcast Network. And here we are. Here we are. That's, in, we a, are. that's in a tight nutshell. No, tight. I love it. And now here we all are together. Exactly. Yes. I love now, it. Okay, so the part of the premise of your podcast is that you get someone to reveal something that they've never told anyone before. Mm, correct. Yeah. So, or that they have not talked about in previous years. In previous, right, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Now, Shoot. now, Adam, have, have has anyone turned the tables on you? Has anyone ever asked you to reveal something that you've never said in a... <laughs> um, sometimes, yes. Well, yeah. we're doing it right now. Okay, we're, it's, we're we're call me Adam and you. Okay. Um. So what what's something that I have not talked about with people? Um. It's too bad. It's too bad this wasn't last week because I just revealed some the person who I had the hardest time interviewing last week. Um, which I'll tell is like a a quick thing and uh-huh. then so my hardest interview ever and since she's no longer with us I feel like I can finally say it mm-hmm. but um my hardest interview ever was Marion Seldes okay and mm-hmm. she I interviewed um early when I was first starting out my website and I got to do it in person but it was like pulling teeth to get her answers uh-huh. I mean at, literally every question was like she didn't have an answer or sure. she didn't want it to was short a and it was just like, right. yeah yeah so um I'm trying to think what's something I haven't revealed um what's like an intimate like bedtime routine that you've never told about is you have any, is that like is that something <laughs> oh, or do you want something, something deeper sure. no, like, no, yeah. no um I love it I, I will say my my most like recent bedtime routine is um I have to watch Shark Tank before bed. <laughs> Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. I mean, I love, I have to say I love Lori. <laughs> I, oh I've, I've watched maybe one episode of my life. I I just started, I, I forgot how. I, it was just, you know, it was like a marathon. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just turn it on. And I was just instantly addicted. I'm so impressed by everybody who comes on that show with uh, their ideas. And I love yeah. to see how they choose who they want to partner with who they don't. I love when they um, uh, negotiate back and forth and then the person negotiating ruins the deal because the shark doesn't want to go with what they offered and then they're like, I'm out. Um, I love the guests, the roster of like guest 
sharks that they have. I mean, one season, um, Bethany Frankel was was on. Wow. Um, and, and and it's all, I mean, pretty much I've been just watching reruns on CNBC. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I love it. And also then at night, I will say I do sort of have better dreams because of that show. And not oh. that I'm dreaming of inventing things, but I'm in, definitely dreaming of like, sort of like either being on the show with as, as uh-huh. I don't know, somehow I'm involved with the show. It's never really clear in my dream, but, um, but if I went on that show, I would definitely want to partner with Lori uh, because I have always wanted to be on, on HSN or QVC. Sure. And I actually had, I had like an idea I mean, this is going back 10, 15 years ago of um, when I was going through like a, a rough patch in my life. And um, I made these four CDs of songs that helped me like feel good. And the first CD were all songs of like sad songs that you can feel sad. The second mm-hmm. CD was like, you're starting to feel a little better. The third song was like, okay, you're getting back into the groove. And the fourth song is like, you're on the other side. Everything's great. And I was like, I would love to have packaged those CDs and sell, sold them on QVC. But it's it's like, it wasn't my music. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, I would have to get the rights to all Curated. of those songs. Yeah. 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 So, but whatever it is, I would, and I've grown up. I mean, I, I used to watch Susan Lucci on Home Shopping Network all the time when she was selling her hair care products and her, her line i i would tape it i would literally tape it on my vcr come home oh my from god school and like watch watch it as my relaxation oh my god i love that so i, I was i was very much like a game show network kid oh i love it yeah what's your favorite game show um well i love um i love like a match game mm-hmm. i love uh like love connection two and two uh-huh mm. yeah uh i loved uh uh press your luck no yes. way oh i love press your luck yeah my classic is the price is right you can't go wrong yes with it. i watched it my whole childhood yeah. i i like family feud also oh love family feud. Good one. Uh, Good one. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. i used to love this is before you guys before your time but joker's wild sure um, oh, okay yeah i love that um <laughs> yeah but price is right definitely it was yeah. great. Um, Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah, Hollywood Squares. I love, love Hollywood, Hollywood Squares. Squares. Whoopi, Whoopi yes. was like my... Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love it. Well, speaking of games, I believe you, you brought a game or two to share with us? I did. I did. Okay, so... I have two two games, and I don't know if we have time for both. So if we don't have time for both, I'm going to have you choose which one you want to play. Okay. Okay, so one is more um, risque, that is sort of like about 
backstage things that might happen in a show. Okay. The other one is more like uh, fun and like who you would be going out with if you were bar hopping. Oh. What do you think, Caleb? Let's, I mean, can we do both? Alan, do we have time? How long are they? I mean, uh, they're, yeah. they're um, not that long. We, we got like 10, 15 minutes, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Way, way under that. Great. <laughs> right. Okay, so the first one we'll do, we'll ease into it. We'll do the bar hopping. Okay. Game first. So um, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions about going bar hopping, and you're gonna tell me who you would like to do these activities with. Great. Like, okay. and now uh, fr friends of ours are like, ideally like Broadway personalities. What do it, you ideally Broadway personalities? Great. Right. But, right. but in, feel free to include your friends in that right. as well. Um, so who do you want to grab a beer with? A beer? Yeah. Um, uh, Alex Brightman. Oh, Alex Brightman? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this, I'm not used to having the tables turned on me, so I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Carl. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Both of those are fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who do you want to, like, sit down with over dinner and have a glass of wine with? Dinner and a glass of wine with... I would say, um, um, oh, I don't know. Caleb, you I have mine. Emma Stone. I think she's just so mm. amazing. Oh, I want to have like a long, nice talk with her. I think she'd be funny. It'd be great. Every appetizer, every dish, we'd have a new talk. That's I a great one. I, love it. I think mine would be Danny Burstein. Mm. Would you her. talk about the Drowsy Chaperone? We'd talk about it all. I love We'd just talk about everything. <laughs> just friends, you know, friends on it. Uh, who do you want to drink a cocktail with? Patty LaPone, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to drink a cocktail with, um, let's see, I want to drink a cocktail, oh, with Laura Benanti. Mm. Oh, Ooh, she yeah. would be fun. Would yeah. Be fun. yeah. And who do you want to learn how to make drinks with? Learn how to make drinks. Yeah, later. like who would if you could take bartending class with yeah, someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Fitzgerald. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, I think Robbie Fairchild would be kind of fun with. <laughs> oh, he's so dreamy, and that would be a Talk fun about like, class. Quarantine to... crushes. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! Like he'd be a lot of fun to like make cocktails with. Yeah. First of all, Robbie Fairchild was so so hot in Cats. So he was, hot. Like, I hope we talk with Mike about that. Cat, and also. His dance videos in quarantine have been so good on his Solid. route. Oh yeah. my God, I have to check them out. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good, good answer. I love it. Thank Who you. do you want to play pool with? Pool? Yeah. Um. Oh, I need someone badass. Who's like a badass? Like I'm going to say Orfe. Oh yes. yeah, Orfe. I'm going to join you on that one. She's going to teach us because I don't know how to play. Special guest. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and who would you want to play Ms. Pac-Man with? Ms. Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. um, I want to play Ms. Pac-Man with... Um, uh, I have mine. Go. Kristen Chenoweth, because I think she would be so... You know oh. when I like to scream when playing games. And I think she would be like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so fun to play with her. <laughs> Um, I think I would want to play Ms. Pac-Man with uh, Susan Blackwell. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the last one for this portion of the game is Skee-Ball. 
Um, ski ball. I would want to play ski ball with. Um, uh, let's go with. Let's go with uh, Christian Borrell. Oh, fun. Have, have a little ski ball with him. He likes games. Um, <laughs> I want like ski ski with like a hot, sexy man. So like, who's like, like really to help him behind you be like, no, exactly. You know, like, oh, I'm so bad at this. Like, um, yeah, like Gavin Creel. Steve Pasquale. Oh, yeah, Steve Pasquale. Oh, yeah. Sure. And like somehow we don't have our clothes on. I don't know why, but like. <laughs> Look, you make the rules here. Yeah. Is right. this the risque game? I didn't know which one we were playing first. <laughs> well, that's a good lead into the risque. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. Segue. Go, go, go. So, this portion of the game is called Backstage Booty. <gasps> oh my gosh. Go on. Okay. So, have you ever unexpectedly kissed your scene partner on stage when you weren't supposed to? <gasps> um, no, no. I wish. No. Um, have you ever asked out a castmate? Yes. Uh, yeah. And did you get a yes or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hook up with your castmate in yours or their dressing room? No. No. <laughs> not not your. Maybe in a dream. Okay. 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 Sure. 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 Uh, have you ever dated or went out with your director or choreographer? No. Um, no. No. I mean, no. No. I've gone out with choreographers, but I haven't been on with like my choreographer. Okay. Okay. Um, have you ever had a war wardrobe malfunction during the show? Um, I'm sure. I mean, my wig fell off once. Yes, my wig's falling off. Like, but like risque. Yeah, like a Janet Jackson moment. I have not. I haven't. No. Whew, thank God. Um, oh wait, yes, of course. Like my pants have ripped. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever freeballed under your costume when you weren't supposed to, and then when you're going backstage for like a quick change, it's like surprise. <gasps> no. Uh... No, because I'm always in a dance belt. Because you no, know, professional oh, always, of course. <laughs> well, that's, all right, I just oh, have to make goodness. sure. Oh my goodness! And then my last question is: Have you ever walked in on a on a castmate hooking up in a dressing room? No, no. Again, we're not very fun. We're not very fun. again. That would be very, very. Um, that would be dream fodder, probably. It'd yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, I like those questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the games. I love it. Yes. Um, now, Caleb, you've been trying to stay busy in quarantine. Yeah. And as of now, you know, you're a blonde girl from Ohio. You're now a blonde girl in Ohio. Yes. And so you're going to do a little segment quarantine yeah, I, I think this is going to be a new thing where I'm going to try and tell you what I'm doing in Ohio and what you can do in your quarantine to make it easier. So last yeah. night we played with my family, Settlers of Catan, a game um, friend of the podcast is the Catan. We played it with yeah. our um, guest Darius. Darius. Um, so you just need three to four quarantiners people to play. It's 45 to 90 minutes long. Keeps you going. Um and it's like strategy, luck, cleverness. It's like, it's the whole package of a game. So I really highly suggest Catan for your quarantine fun. Um, I found it on the Catan website for $49, but you can find it on Amazon for 44 if you're on a budget. 
obviously. Obviously. And I would say Catan is um, five out of five blonde girls from Ohio. Okay, you guys, have you have you played Adam? Have you played? No, no. I have I have played. It's addictive. It's like Monopoly, but like Monopoly. with like it's like goods. Monopoly. I'm bad. Highly at it. suggested. So um, check out Catan. And, and I, order be- it now. I believe there are ways to play virtual Catan. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. Um, so if you don't have three to four people with you, three to four friends a- around a video screen would probably do it. Yeah. So All right. That's my my blonde girls from Ohio moment. I love it. Can yeah. I ask you a quick question? Yes. Yeah. Your Ohio moment. Do you yes. sing a summer in Ohio while you're in Ohio? Um, Where? I like. I it's, it comes up a lot. I feel like that song is kind of sad though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, 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 there's a sad undertone to it, but yeah. Ohio like, from still... uh, from Wonderful Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a storm coming in, so I need to turn on some lights because it's getting I know, a little you're getting darker. Spooky. I'm like oh. ominous. Well, so. while you turn on the lights, uh, it's time for this week's merch madness. Oh yeah! Get it out. God, that's good. <laughs> oh my God! Thanks, Alan. Now, okay, so we're we're here with Call Me Adam, and so people are gonna call you by your name. So this week we're doing a we're we're doing well we're not doing call you by your name, but we're doing a names t-shirt edition oh. of Ooh. March Madness. Oh my so, god, I'm so glad I wore this shirt then. I know this. Well, I should have gotten my Amelie shirt. Um, so this is. It, this is a winner of Merch Madness. This is the winner of Merch Madness Beetlejuice like edition of the 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 final champion. Oh my gosh, the Caleb Lighting Saga is hilarious. <laughs> um, it's our names T-shirt from Beetlejuice. I love this shirt. It's so fun. All the characters with the green Beetlejuice on it. I love the uh, the like distressed fabric, and then we've got the the logo on the back. This is an obvious nice. favorite winner of Merch Madness. Um, Beetlejuice edition. So now this is coming from a show that I saw the last performance of right before the quarantine shut down Broadway. This is my shirt from The Inheritance. Oh, wow. From the Inheritance. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That thunder. Oh, my God. We'll see. Um, So this is from The Inheritance. It has all the characters on there. Um, and I love the shirt. I loved the show. It was so good. I'm so glad I got to see it. Beautiful. And this is a very similar design. It has all the names. And then um, Morgan in, in the kind of like pink red kind of color, which is really pretty. And then we've got, again, the inheritance on the back. These designs are all, you know, very similar. I didn't even see, I saw the inheritance. I didn't even see that shirt there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the basement. On, oh. Gotta have those bathroom breaks. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but so this is a tough round because this is a new shirt. This is really fun and a great experience. I love that from one. the show. Um, yes. But I also haven't had time to like have the shirt be a big part of my like lexicon of shirts, if that makes sense. It's still a newbie. Um, so I got to say the reigning champion undefeated. <gasps> is my Beetlejuice name shirt. It's I just a classic. Love, I just love the fabric. I love the colors. Like this is a really strong show shirt. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I like Beetlejuice, sue me. I love it. 
Sue me. And that is Merch Madness. If you say it one more time, is Alex Brightman going to make a guest appearance? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. I have to, you have to say it interrupted, uninterrupted three times. Oh, so, oh. so, um, so we're 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 safe. We're good. Okay. All right. Um. Now, Caleb, you got one more game for us? I do. Just three quick questions. Oh, we got. Oh my God, this wind. This wind is blowing. Okay, so Adam, <laughs> these are just quick questions. They take no skill at all, but okay. just some rapid just some fire. Ponder thought. I love rapid okay, fire. Um, after quarantine, what's the first New York restaurant you're gonna go to? Uh, Wendy's Siam in Hell's Kitchen. <gasps> okay. My favorite um, Thai restaurant. I love Thai. Um, Alan was eating Thai beforehand, and I was mm. saying how much I love Thai. Um, your favorite leftover candy from Easter? Or are you Jewish? Or are you? Or are you Jewish? Uh, I'm Jewish, but uh, do you get Easter candy though? Uh, I used to. Uh, jelly beans, it would be though. Solid. Um, baked or fried? What of what? Exactly. I don't know. You got to say. Oh uh, well, <laughs> depends on what it is. It could be either. <gasps> okay, a uh, chicken. Baker fried baked. chicken. Oh, uh, I mean, the hell side of me would say baked, but I do have the guilty side of fried chicken. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> your first New York job or like first survival job? Um, I mean, my first job, I was a cashier at Pathmark. <gasps> okay. In, in between, co like in the yeah. summers between college. Mm -hmm. um, your favorite Essential. What? You got it. Yeah. Essential. Yeah. Um, your spring flower, this, you see this flower and you just like love seeing Aww. this in spring. Uh, I'm not really good with flowers, <gasps> but I'm going to say yellow roses because that's my favorite Dolly Parton song. Love that. I mean, one of my favorite of hers. Yeah. Um, your favorite comfort food that you're cooking like right now, like that you're just like, I need this in the quarantine. It's making me feel safe. <laughs> um, well, I don't really cook much, <laughs> but, um, uh, my favorite comfort food uh, would be chocolate Twizzlers. Chocolate Twizzlers, like, like dark licorice Twizzlers. Not no, it's um so so very few stores sell it now, but um it's Hershey's chocolate is the Twizzler. So instead of like strawberry, it's chocolate, but it's made with Hershey's chocolate. And the only stores I've seen it so far at still are Harmons on. 23rd and 6th and uh -huh. where I am in Brooklyn the Rite Aid down the street has them it's not so, every place has it now so it's okay hold on so it's it Twizzler texture but it's chocolate flavored so it, yes yes so it's like a strawberry Twizzler except it's Hershey's chocolate it is so delicious weird I, okay. I grew up I grew up there's this candy store near me where uh, on Long Island uh, called Bazaars, and they had chocolate Twizzlers. So growing up, that's how I was introduced to it. And now that I see Twizzlers makes it uh, my favorite. Okay. Wow. Okay. You learned something new. All right. Um, three things in Boston that you must do because you lived in Boston for a little while. Yes. Oh yes. Um, God, it's so different now. But um, I would say to visit the South End. Um, even though it's so corporate now. Um. You have to go to the American Repertory Theater and see a show because I used to work there. Mm -hmm. um, so Harvard also tour around Harvard Square, um, and and uh, I mean Copley Square used to be my favorite. And you should go for ice cream at J.P. Licks, and it's just a short walk from Copley Square. 
<laughs> JP Licks. Yeah. All right. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Last question. We were talking about mega mixes. What classic show needs a mega mix at the end of it? <laughs> wow. Um, I think uh, Les Mis could use a mega mix at the end. <laughs> sure. Stars, a repeat of stars. Yes. Like, <laughs> but like a techno version of stars. Yeah. In their multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Adam. This was so fun. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. It was a blast. It's Yay. our pleasure. Where can people find you on social media and find your podcast and your blog? So my podcast you can find on the Broadway Podcast Network at Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And social media, you can find me at Call Me Adam NYC. And my website is callmeadam.com. Perfect. Easy. Yeah. Cross-platform. Yes. We love it. We love to see it. Um, Alan, will you pop on here really quick? Now, can you tell us about some of the things that people can find on the town hall at Broadway Together on the Broadway Podcast Network? Oh, yeah. So Broadway Together, it's unifying. Uh, it's our attempt to unify like all of the online events that are happening all over the Internet with all the people that are doing things right now because there's just such a hard time doing like live stream here and Facebook here and YouTube there. So if you go mm -hmm. to bpn.fm slash Broadway Together, then you can easily have one calendar that has... Uh, as much information as we can keep up with and populate. And we're actually yeah. partnering with Playbill on that. So Playbill's populating it, we're populating it, and we're sharing the same calendar. So um, it's been it's been really, really good. And like, it's 5.07 Eastern right now at six o'clock. We're gonna have, I'll be back here again with Kristen Chenoweth and Alana Levine <sighs> doing uh, another podcast episode. And then Josh Lehman is doing Josh Swallow's Broadway tonight at nine. So we have our own programming, of course, that's going on. And it's just kind of all over the place. It's good. Yeah, so go check that out at bpn.fm slash Broadway Together to see what uh, see what no kind problem. of content you need. Thanks, Alan. No problem. Uh, you can find our podcast at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter at Equity One underscore. Send us an email at EquityOnePodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, and, and make, we, sure we... to, make sure to... Uh, still be um, subscribing and leaving five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes, please. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm at Elliot Maddox on everything. Caleb, where can people find you? At Caleb Dickey on everything. And until next time, cheers! cheers. cheers. Clean. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.